Stacy Carmona. This story of joy is not my story. It's our story. Our story is one of love. It's a story of life. Specifically, this story is centered around the great, albeit short, life of my second son, CJ. And like the best of stories, although there's incredible joy, there's also great pain and struggle. See, around 23 weeks of gestation in November 2020, my son CJ was diagnosed with hypoplastic left heart syndrome. That's a fancy way for saying he was growing in me with only half of a heart. Here's the deal. With a potentially fatal diagnosis, my husband Cortland and I had several choices of how we could respond. Yet knowing our time would be short with our baby, we chose to accept the diagnosis and to love. We would fold him into our family along with his, at the time, seven-month brother, Teddy. Here's an excerpt from a journal written November 21st, 2020, two weeks after we received CJ's diagnosis. I've been emotional today. There's no denying it. Being pregnant already can have that effect, but add in a grave diagnosis and bam, you just never know what the day will bring when it comes to the waterworks. But it's not the tragedy of it all that's bringing about the tears. It's the beauty. As I put Teddy down for his nap, he fell asleep while I was rocking him. He doesn't do this too often anymore. I held him tightly. And as I did, our other son kicked from the womb. We were all together, me and my boys. I don't know how many moments I'll have like this, honestly. Those of us with healthy children take for granted that same idea. We don't know how many moments we have with the ones we love the most, at least on this side of heaven. So for now, I'm going to cherish every snuggle with Teddy. I'm going to relish every kick from our baby inside. And the reality is, I may shed a tear every time I pause to think about how beautiful it is that as of right now, me and my boys are all together. This is the first lesson of inspiring joy, seeing the beauty in all things. And just like that journal entry, it takes effort to see. Our brains are somehow wired to say, woe is me and why when tragedy strikes. But in wrestling with reality and playing victim and wallowing with dread, we're choosing to have our minds, our hearts, our spirits dwell on the negative, taking precious moments away from the only guarantee we have in life, the present, the now. A few months later, in February 2021, CJ was induced. Here's an excerpt from a letter I wrote before his birth. My sweet son, CJ, on the eve of your birth, I want you to know a few things. Today is Valentine's Day. Your birthday eve will always be a big celebration around love. It's fitting, really, since it's in and through love you are here with us. You may see hearts everywhere on this day, serving a splintering reminder of your own heart. But my son, that is not the truth. In love, 
Your beautiful heart is just as it should be. CJ, you are brave. You are strong. You are loved. No one in your family has gone through what we're asking you to go through. But what I know about suffering because of, here's our friend again, love, redemption finds a way. We believe that love is redeeming you and all things, CJ. We just have to have eyes to see it and hope to believe it. Part of the abundance of life is experiencing loss. It's inevitable. I can't protect you from it as much as your little mama wants to. But I promise to point you to the source of life. And spoiler alert, it is love. When we have love, those losses dwindle in their potency and we can move into a much greater hope and harmony, reconciling all to the good. Almost prophetically or intuitively, in this journal entry, somehow I knew that there would be loss. See, on the night of his birth, February 15th, 2021, we learned his initial diagnosis of half a heart was not the only abnormality. CJ came into this world with multiple organ failures due to a rare genetic disease called Kabuki syndrome. But because we chose to see the beauty in it all, it was wonderful that my precious son was here on this earth with us. CJ was alive. The next 83 days, we lived in our own kind of purgatory at Eggleston Hospital at the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. In that hospital, in that one room, we would watch our son suffer and unfortunately never get better. The greatest love I could give my son was advocacy. He did not have a voice, so I was his. In that advocacy, I saw my son do some incredible things like get off oxygen for a few days. And we worked with him so we could finally take a pacifier. But the greatest of all that my son did was in his gentleness and his sweetness and his beauty. CJ was known throughout that hospital for his great love and the fierce support of his family. Part of that support included deciding it was time for the suffering to end. It was time to bring our son CJ home on pediatric hospice care. Now, this part of the story may seem the darkest, the bleakest, knowing the story will end tragically. Yet this is where I, as the narrator, can boldly and confidently declare the end is the most beautiful. The end is where we saw the most joy. Dear ones, I, I see suffering on the same spectrum of joy. Without hardship, without the struggle, we would never know these moments of joy existed. The decision back in November 2020 to see the beauty of it all allowed our family, my husband's court, my husband court, my son Teddy, and our son's Oma, 
to choose joy over the suffering. And those last days, we saw the fullness of love itself. My son CJ was home on his way to a greater home. Yet his life was just beginning. See, those 15 days home, my son CJ raced with his brother Teddy in epic stroller competitions. CJ danced in his mama's arms as Dada strummed on his guitar. CJ received countless snuggles from his extended family. CJ at home experienced heaven on earth. It's May 19th, 2021, 3.01 p.m. And I wrote this to CJ. My dying son, I hold you in my arms so tightly as I write this. I never want to forget the warmth of your tiny, fragile body so close so I can smell your milk breath. What a beautiful baby you are. I'd like to tell you, you can do anything. You can be anyone you want to be. I'd like to tell you, you can change the world. But the truth is, you already have. I'm convinced there are thousands who know you, know your story, know your bravery, your strength. You have changed us all. You have shown us the power of love, how to love. My son CJ would die six days after I wrote that. I'm convinced because of the life and death of my son CJ. When we choose to see the beauty in all things, despite the incredible tragedy, we will intimately know joy propelling us to do hard but great things in love. Our story of heart and hope continues as we are working through grief. Consider following along. I'm sending love to all of you today. We all have a story to share and a voice that is meant to be heard, and we want to share yours. For more information and to get involved, visit storiesofinspiringjoy.com. Stories of Inspiring Joy is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created by Sydney Weiss. You can find all episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you like the show, hit subscribe, leave us a rating and review, and follow along on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're creating greater connection and community, one powerful story at a time. 